Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Winning. Weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to the final NCAA college football preview. This time, got the SEC conference preview coming up here. As always, if you're watching us on YouTube, just like, subscribe to the Knicks, Jets, ETC channel. Hit us up on our Twitter, Winning P Weekly. As always, joined by our Knicks, Jets, etc. co-host and video producer. What up, Greg? What's going on, fellas? Ready to talk a little SEC football, save the best for last. Ready to talk a little week zero, too, because... College football's here. It's football season. What's going on, fellas? That's right. We're doing the SEC preview and oh, week zero here because it's it snuck up on us, boys. What's up, Chip? What's up, guys? Ready to talk about how Nebraska's going to win week zero in Ireland. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that week zero game. I don't give a damn about that game, but now I care about it so much. And I'm <laughs> so excited, which is the point of this podcast. Speaking of things we all have to care about, Nick Saban got that year, that uh, I don't know, lifetime oh. extension to Alabama. Uh, he makes us n- not care about the national championship because he's going to win it this year. But we all have to care about the SEC. So let's just start there, boys. Chip, who's your favorite team in the SEC not named Alabama? Because I'm just going to assume that we all think Alabama's going to win the conference. I know that I'm on the national championship every other year, Saban. We all know how that works. So I'll just ch- give it up to you. What's the who who owns this conference this year? Who who's the champion? And where are you leaning on the overs here? Well, Alabama's the champion. They're going to win the conference. But Al- Alabama, we were talking about this earlier. Alabama's boring now. Yeah, Georgia is like Georgia's kind of boring now too. Like Alabama's going to dominate. We all know this. They're going to win. Um, I kind of like they're over on FanDuel because their over is for them to run the table. Their over is for them to, their over is 11 and a half for them to run the table. And I think they can do that. Uh, plus 120. So I kind of like that. I, you know, I, I mean, for, I mean, there's no real crazy, uh, expertise you need to an analysis you need to throw out there i think alabama's <laughs> just gonna kick everybody's ass and, and win i i i just think they're really good 
Um, but again, Alabama's boring. Like, you know, they're going to be in the college. Right? It's only one real game on their schedule. At, uh, I mean, versus Auburn, and I don't even think that's a real game. I guess Auburn. at Ole Miss. No, no, no I, I think Not the, uh, I think the Tennessee game will be tough. <laughs> I think at Tennessee will be tough. Well, uh, then again, me and you disagree because that was my my other uh, my A&M? actual my act. A and M, I think it'd be tough. I think if you listen to the Big Twelve episode, you know Chip is all over Texas. At Texas, could be a tough week too. If Texas is the real deal. Fourteen <laughs> points. It's one of the lowest spreads on the sheet. Dude, I mean, Utah State, Texas, ULM, and Vanderbilt, and then Arkansas is unbelievable. <laughs> That's almost Arkansas unbelievable could be schedule. tough. Arkansas is not a bad team. That's where mm. it starts. That's where it starts. You go. To, you go. You go to Arkansas. You come back versus A and M. You go to Tennessee. And then you got Mississippi State, and then you're kind of chilling. You go to LSU, that's easy. Ole Miss, I guess that's a hard one at Ole Miss. But that's a harder. I don't think anything's yeah. hard for this Alabama team, though. Yeah. I nice. think they're going to run the table, probably. I'd okay, Greg, you have run the again. table as well? Um, Probably, yeah. I like them. If I'm going to bet them, I'm going to like them to win the national championship, and I'm going to take that in parlays more than actually bet it. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. think I'm going to – yeah, I agree. I don't think I'm going to waste – like too much money betting on their over. I think I'm just going to, I agree with Greg, just put them in national championship parlays, but I, I like Ohio state too, but I, I think that's where the money is. So Chip, you could, you, on FanDuel, you could take a bet that's either Alabama, Georgia, or Ohio state's away. Feels like that's free money. Mm. You and I are so degenerates, John. That's literally what I was scrolling to to ask you guys if you saw. This. <laughs> I've, I've, seen, I've seen that. I've such seen on that. The same page. I've <laughs> seen that. But what I had that in so many parlays, right? <laughs> oh, really? Because like, I, I was going to say I kind of like the the field plus two seventy. Like Who's the field? Give everyone the else. Who? Who? Who's everyone, everyone else? else? Could Ooh. be Clemson. Could be Oklahoma. Could be Oregon. If you listen to you. Could be Utah State. It could be Utah. I mean, if you listen to me, I mean, I don't know. It could be a lot of people. If if you you have the whole rest of college football plus two seventy, I don't like how it says you can pick Alabama or Georgia, but you can't pick Alabama or Ohio State. I hate that. Me too. But you could do Alabama, Georgia, or Ohio State. I think that's like minus one ten or something. Yeah, but it's gonna be one of those three teams. (laughs) Yeah, gonna win it. (laughs) But but I I want to actually jump to Georgia here. And get you and get your guys' thoughts on that because obviously we know what they did last year. In my opinion, they should be number two, right? They're ranked number three in in uh, the rankings in all of college football. Uh, so it's Bama, Ohio State, and then Georgia. Do you guys do you guys see Georgia having another a great year and challenging Bama? I do. You said earlier, you asked Chip to start this off, who's the champ of the SEC? I think he said Alabama last I checked. I thought it was Georgia. <laughs> I like them a lot this I year. I thought we were talking about this year. Oh, okay. I was saying, because yeah, I, like, I like Georgia a lot. They return not as many as you like on defense, but that's because everyone went in the first round. They have a pipeline. They know what they're doing. I don't think Georgia's one of these teams that's going to take two or three years to reload. They're not going to be as good on defense. We all knew that. But I think there's a chance that their defense is still top 25 in the country, top 10 in the country. 
And then our offense returned seven, including the quarterback. Don't really like the quarterback too much, but what can you do? You're winning a national championship. And three of five on offensive linemen, including uh, the left tackle who played in the national championship, not uh, Broderick Jones, but I mean, uh, Broderick Jones, that's the guy who stepped in, but not their starting left tackle. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I mean, and you look at their schedule, the overs 10 and a half, it's crazy odds. But if you look at their schedule, that allows you two losses. I don't know who they're losing to. I think they have a chance to run the whole table. Mm. <laughs> I mean, up? Versus, up, versus, versus Oregon might be their toughest game. I was about to say, we so won. you guys are you guys are low on Tennessee. Then is what I'm hearing. Of course, always every year. It's another one. <laughs> <laughs> every year, I'm down on Tennessee. You know what it is? You know what it is? Two chip. Last year, I was down on Tennessee. I still beat. I still bet them against Pittsburgh, and they broke my heart. That game was terrible to watch. Because <laughs> in Tennessee, it was that ugly orange everywhere, and it was just touchdown after touchdown. No one played a lick of defense. It's always feeling like ninety eight until it's week four or five, and then it's not. So I'm high on Tennessee. Wow. One of my one of my best friends went to Tennessee. She's she's very pessimistic about Tennessee football. I'm in on them this year. Plus plus four fifty on FanDuel to win ten games. I look at their schedule and I see the Alabama game at home and the Georgia game on the road as their two guaranteed losses. I actually think they can beat Georgia, maybe. Like, go in there and beat Georgia. I think their offense is going to be top five in the nation. Hendon Hooker was incredible last year. 31 touchdowns, three picks, almost 3,000 yards. I mean, he's only going to get better, obviously. He's super young. But I don't know, man. I I know I know they're all offense. I know they're that. All offense, chip defense. Passing yards per game, 124th in the country. I know, I know, I know. But look, look, I, their defense can only get better. Their, their defense, their defense, their defense can only get better. Is the way I'm looking at it. And their defense True. from the year, the year before that, their defense was actually better. In 2021, their defense actually got better. It's the crazy thing. That's how I was looking at it. Um, oh, I. I don't know. I guess I'm I'm betting on the offense being so good that the defense can just be I don't know like average. Like I mean the projections that I'm seeing them at the defense is top five on the the SP plus projections that ESPN does. They have uh, Tennessee is ninth overall, and you know they're all, you know that meme of the person just staring at the screen like. Wait, they have the, <laughs> not, the ninth best defense in the country, or the ninth best no, 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 defense no. in the, the conference? Ninth, ninth overall, because they projected. have their projected, projected, yes, because their offense is projected to be fourth in the country, and oh, they have okay. their defense to be projected forty third in the country. Which, if their defense was forty third in the country, that would be a massive accomplishment, in my opinion. That would be huge for them, and that would be enough for them, and. I don't know. It's not like they don't have good players uh, on the D. They have a lot of talent on the team. I I don't know. The, like Jeremy Banks is really good. The linebacker they have. Look, I, I think Josh Eibel is a good coach. I just think they can 
obviously score a lot of points and I don't know that I'm, I'm looking at their schedule too. I think they easily not, I think they easily actually, what am I talking about? I, I think Pitt's going to stink. I think they easily start three and oh, and then they play Florida at home. I think they'll win that one. Um, they're okay. at LA. Florida. That's where we're starting. Yeah. Uh, Florida, Florida's you're high on Florida. Really? They're all yeah. they lost with a rookie head coach, uh, not a rookie head coach, with a head coach. That's who, the only thing. Wait, before yeah. we go to Florida, though, because I do want I do want to finish off Tennessee real quick. So you see what two you were going down the schedule. So Florida, you think's a win. What about LSU? What about Kentucky? What about South Carolina? I actually like South Carolina this year. So do I, I. Do, I have an over on South Carolina. So I, that's one game I am a little nervous about because that would be a classic Tennessee loss. <laughs> so I'm a little yeah. nervous. I'm a little nervous about that one. At LSU, but not worried. I, I actually have Kentucky under. So spoiler alert on that one. Kentucky, I, I think they've overachieved recently the past few years. I took the under on them, but I am, you make a good point because that's at South Carolina too. I think South Carolina is going to be good. I think Shane Beamer's great coach. I, that one. Alabama and Georgia, obviously the most concerning. I actually think at South Carolina would be a classic. Them coming in with a great record on the road at South Carolina, that would be a total trap game because they got Vanderbilt next week looking to kick the crap out of their quote-unquote rival to end the season. I think South Carolina could be a tough one. You're right. But yeah, but if you're betting them to win 10 games, at that point you could just hedge it out with South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, you know and I, mean? I probably two losses on the. I probably season. would. I yeah. probably would because I am high on South Carolina. And you Not said taking, Tennessee. You said Tennessee to win ten was how many? Was plus four hundred? Plus four fifty. I yeah. think it's worth it. And I mean, you can't like their over was juiced too. I, I honestly, I don't even remember what it is because it was so not worth taking. But I, what was it? Uh, you can't. Uh, you can't take them to win the SEC. You can't take them to win. The SEC East, because I don't, I don't think they're going to beat. I, I don't think that's a great bet, yeah, to do that. But I think w- to win ten games is a safer one. But mm, you know what? Actually, screw that. I've, I'm, I've talked myself into betting them to win the SEC East. I don't give a shit. What are the odds but, uh, on that? I'm actually, I'm going for it on that. I, I don't care. The, what are the odds on that? While you while you find the odds on that though, real quick again, 120 something ranked defense in the country last year. Their best yeah, defensive back and their best and their best top uh, pass rusher are gone this season. Yeah, well, that's probably a good thing. Yeah, it's, the word "star" gets thrown all around a yeah. lot. This blurb I have. I don't know if you can have a star defensive lineman or a star defensive back when you're 120th in the country. So. We don't want to lose the best guy out. On that team. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but a lot of transfers, a lot of finishing, transfers. Finishing with the fortieth something defense, that seems like a tall order for this team. Offense is going to be great. I agree. Um, John, you were talking about Florida a little bit. Florida was an intriguing one for me. I was, I was thinking about putting them on my over, but then I talked myself into something else. So, what do you do? You like Florida as an over? Man, I love Florida as an over. Let's just talk about the actual schedule here at first. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., There's, I would say, two guaranteed losses on the schedule with Georgia. And I'm going to say A&M, just giving, respect, just giving some respect to A&M here. Yep. After that, it gets dicey, right? They got, they Wait, got why are you giving them. respect to A&M? I don't know. I kind of, they beat I kind of Alabama like last year. <laughs> Didn't they? <laughs> your crown okay. champion. Your crown champion. Okay, whatever. What's up? What's up, Chip? Do you have something to say about A and M? No, I just feel like we do this all the time. A team gets a great recruiting class, and they're a top ten team all of a sudden. Like it was just a recruiting class. Like we did. North Carolina was in the top ten last year because they had a great recruiting class, and look what happened. Like I, I mean, like that take. Yeah, I. I'm not ready to to anoint Texas A&M into being in the same league as some of these other elite SEC teams. I, okay. yeah. You, th- you think Florida can go on the college station and win? I think that's going to be a tough one. I think that's an A&M. I think that's an A&M dog. I'm not even super high on, on Florida, but I don't think it's like a guarantee. Like, oh no, no one can win in college station. They're, it's scary. Like how, how can you, uh, if that's the case, if that's yeah, so the case, maybe it's more of a coin flip than you think. Yeah, if that's the case, then then Florida it, seven and a half it might be the easiest bet of the entire conference because look at their schedule. besides Utah week one, I'm not even going to ask Greg about that game So I know where he's leaning there. And Utah season actually kind of depends on that game yeah, week one. It does. So, so uh, he's you know I know where you're leaning there. But after that, it's Kentucky, South Florida. Tennessee, Eastern Washington, Missouri, LSU, and then you hit a you hit a tough rough patch with Georgia, A and M, and South Carolina. That's three L's. I'll just I'll just give you the three L's right there, right? Yep. And Vanderbilt to Florida State. I mean, that's an easy schedule for me. That's you can't lose two games out of Vanderbilt, Florida State, LSU, Missouri, Eastern Washington, Kentucky. South Florida and Tennessee. And you, you take all the L's, right? You take the Utah L, take the South Carolina L, the AM L, and the Georgia L. You still have one game to spare. I don't know. It seems like it seems like they're okay. I know uh Trask isn't there anymore. But I like I like this Florida Gators team, man. I really do. I, I think they're gonna be a little, a little gritty here coming out this year. I know they have uh, kind of 
tough cornerback situation I was reading about. Uh, their secondary is still okay, though. Their safeties are the here's the thing, dude. Their safeties are their best players, which in college kind of works out sometimes, right? <laughs> so, yeah. um, I don't know. I, I like the Gators this year, man. I think over seven and a half is easy. Yeah, the reason why I stayed away from it is I just think there's too many coin flip games, and if they just happen to be bad, it's tough. They lost, you know, they lost a few players, so they have to replace. You just never know how that's going to go. They haven't been really good in a long time. Quarterback situation. There's a few different things. Also, too, like their over under last year was six. You know, was uh, or the record last year was six and seven. So again, you're asking them to perform. At the same level they did last year, a little bit better than last year. Well, that's they sucked, so they better perform better. You don't yeah. forget, forget from like for betters. But also, too, they just I think their schedule this year is much tougher. Yeah, like a lot of there's a lot of plus threes, minus ones. There's a lot of games where the spreads like less than three or four points. So even Utah, you want to throw them there five points. It's going to be a lot of one score games. So you have to hope they go their way. Yeah, I st- I stayed away from them just because of what they lost. Like top three rushers lost, leading receiver transferred, leading tackler transferred. They lost a lot, and everybody's high on. I get why you're taking the over, John, because everybody's super high on Anthony Richardson. So I I know people are probably taking the over because of him a lot, but I don't know. They lost a lot, and I know. Uh, the running back from Louisiana transferred in with Napier and he's really good. So you're counting on though a pretty unproven quarterback and I think also a running back who hasn't produced at the SEC level yet. It's just a lot. There's a lot of unproven and the conference schedule is hard and I don't think they're going to win the Utah game. I, I God, I hope they do so bad. And that's for Oregon, not even for Florida. Actually, it's at seven. At minus one thirty, mm, they're off. But I don't know. Their offense was good last year. It wasn't bad last year. They had a lot of big plays last year. They're good, man. Don't sleep on the Gators. It's hard to play in Florida too. Don't forget about that. Yeah, I think that's a, one of the still one of the biggest uh, home field advantages in in the league. They gotta be able to run the ball, though. We'll see. All right, what else you guys got here in the SEC? I like uh, one last over for me right now, and I'm trying to look up if Arkansas is ranked. They're ranked, I think, what, 19th in the preseason Over under seven. Over under seven. Last year, they had nine wins. Um, So, again, you're asking them to regress a little bit. I think that's typical of most teams, uh, especially when you're in the SEC. There's a chance for a little bit of regression. With Florida, you're talking about trying to match or improve the record from last year. Here you could still lose another game and still hit your over. Looking at their schedule, though, their schedule is one of the toughest in the country. You draw Cincinnati at a conference. You draw A&M and Alabama. You have to go to BYU. Um, It's a very tough schedule. They stink. Wow. That's a tough schedule. At Mississippi State. At Mississippi State could be tough. It's definitely a very tough schedule. But over, yeah, tenth best rushing offense last year, seventeenth best completion percentage. They're going to move the ball down the field. They're going to score, and I think that there's a shot here. Returning seven on offense, including their quarterback, um, four on defense. So their defense is going to have to get back to 
um, where they were last year, which is kind of like middle of the pack. They're like in the 50s and 60s in most categories. Mm-hmm. But like kind of what we were talking about with Tennessee a little bit, it's like if you can be really good on offense in that 40s to 50s range in the SEC, I think that's enough to win some of these coin flip games that they're going to have. Because like we said, it's a tough schedule. There's so many two-point spreads on here. One, Cincinnati, BYU, Auburn, LSU, Ole Miss, five two-point spreads on here. So a lot of coin flip games. Some of those are at home, some of those on the road. But again, a couple gambling facts. We are a gambling podcast. Arkansas 5-0 and against the spread um, in September over the last two seasons, last five games. Arkansas 12-3 and over last 15 games on the road as a top 25 ranked team in the country. I'll tell like you that. I'll tell you what I'm going to love South Carolina in that second game at Arkansas. If they, if Arkansas does if it if Arkansas is double digit favorites against South Carolina, I'm yeah. hammer South Carolina. <laughs> I agree. I agree cuz I do like South Carolina, but I think this season I think they have to start out 3 and 0. They have to start out strong if you have a shot at uh winning this over uh 7 and a half. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I that's kind of why I'm going with the under here because yep. I I also I think they have a chance to start out zero and two. Yeah, I like I like Cincinnati and I like South Carolina. You go without Gardner or Desmond Ritter or a lot. Well, they lost a lot, but I I also still think they're going to be good. The quarterback who they have coming in after Ritter. By the way, their defense is still going to be really good. They still yeah. have good players on the defense. Uh, the quarterback who they have coming in after Cincinnati, I forget his name off the top of my head, but he Prater, I think, something like that. Okay. But he's like a four-star recruit. Yeah, he's supposed to be really good too. And they have a kid who transferred in from Eastern Michigan who used to be at Cincinnati who also knows the offense well. I think the quarterback situation should be okay. I think Cincinnati is going to be good. Good, definitely good enough to win at Arkansas. Um, I think Arkansas overachieved a little bit last year. Uh, we saw, we saw them play well, obviously, to start off the season. They started off four and oh, the signature win against Texas A&M. Um, and then they kind of got smacked down to earth. I remember the Georgia game. Yeah. yeah against Georgia. Was, yeah. yeah. Uh, they lost the, the, the Auburn loss was bad. Um, all missed yeah. by one point. Again, there's there some tough ones. That was a bad one, but it's more. It's also about the schedule. My God, <laughs> like it's not just about like who they play. It's about the road games. Jesus, like at BYU. At yeah, Miss, at Miss. I think Mississippi State's gonna be really good. I was thinking about taking their over, but their over is so juiced. It's like it is crazy. Yeah. A lot of these are. Yeah. Um, yeah, they got Ole Miss, Ole Miss, fortunately, Ole Miss and LSU at home. Although I don't know about LSU this year, but yeah, I, man, their schedule is brutal. I just don't see them. Uh, I know that this magazine here I'm reading has eight wins for them. I don't see eight wins here. I, I don't know. A lot of, like you said, uh, before Greg, I, a lot of coin flip games here for Arkansas for me. Too many. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, Chip, what do you have here? Any other overs that we haven't mentioned? Um, well, I already mentioned South Carolina. I said I'm super high on them. Um, just Shane Beamer, pretty much. I'm really high on him. Like him a lot. Uh, 
don't really, I mean, Greg kind of talked about them too. So I don't think we need to go too much into them. Just obviously Spencer Rattler from Oklahoma transferring in. I think we kind of forgot that Spencer Rattler is a really good quarterback and was going to be a Heisman contender. And I think he's going to be really good. And uh, plus 100 on FanDuel over six and a half. I think that's a good number. I think people should take it. Non-conference, Charlotte, South Carolina State, and Georgia State. So they pick up those wins there. I look they they play in the SEC, but they get Missouri, they get Vanderbilt. That's five wins right there. Just got to pick up two more against the other SEC teams. Like they got obviously they got Clemson to end the season. That's a tough one, but they got Tennessee at home. Uh, they're at Florida, uh, A&M at home, at Kentucky. And then they got Georgia too, and at Arkansas, they can win two of those. So I, I like South Carolina's over. I think, uh, um, I think Jesus, I just who who what the quarterback's name? Jesus, I just Rat Rattler. Oh my God, uh, I think he's gonna have a big year. And he was. I was thinking about putting a long shot Heisman bet on him. Just do something crazy, but I don't know if I'm gonna go that nuts. Um, but I think he's going to have a good year. And my other over is Ole Miss. Uh, I like Ole Miss. Over eight. Uh, yeah, plus, I like them this year. They're always sneaky good, man. Yeah. It's over eight. It's plus 100 on Barstool. Um, I would get that one. I think Jackson Dart, quarterback they got from uh, SC. I think Lane Kiffin just dominated the transfer portal. Like He just did a great job there. So I, I don't, their schedule is not that tough. From let me let me just make sure they're check on their out of conference. Out of conference, it's very easy. Yeah, I mean Tulsa, Troy. Shout out Troy. They're at Georgia Tech. Yep, yeah, at I Georgia think they, they easily start out 4-0. Troy, Central Arkansas, at Georgia Tech, Tulsa. And they got Kentucky at home, Vanderbilt, then Auburn. I mean... Yeah, there's a, there's a chance they start out 7-0. 7-0, yeah. And then they're at A&M. So, I mean, they're, they could be 7-0 and almost at the over by the time they play at A&M. And then they got three tough, four tough ones to end the season at AM, Bam at home, at Arkansas, Mississippi State. But I don't know. I think you can get two wins out of those. Yeah. So I think they'll beat Arkansas. And I think they could pull an upset on AM if you want to consider it an upset. I don't know how good if you want to consider AM, uh, like a, if you consider AM a championship worthy team, I don't really see it there, but <laughs> whatever. Um, okay. I love I love Mississippi State too, but the over is not worth taking. I, right. I don't really know what to do with Mississippi State. You don't have to take them. You just leave them. Just let it be. Go on a week to week basis with them. Bet bet them bet them a lot is what I'm gonna do. Alright, deal. Yeah, Bang. I like I like the under in this one, which Chips kind of talked me into a little bit. My problem is it's just all the moving pieces. So they, they only bring back five on offense, seven on defense. Lane Kiffin, I think, brought in a ton of transfers. But the question is, can they put it all together? 
I don't know. I just don't like when that's the situation. I like trying to, if you have some consistency, like Chip talked about on some of our other episodes about like production, bringing back production. I think over the last few years, they've lost a ton of people where there's some great wide receivers in the league right now. Maybe there's a couple more coming, but Matt Carroll's gone. How, you know, how good he was at Ole Miss. I think people have different opinions on that exactly, but nonetheless, he is gone. Um, yeah, new, new coordinators, new coordinators too, right? Yes, new coordinators. New coordinators. They, I think they have co-defensive coordinators, which I think we talked about that in an episode. I don't yeah, know how that, I feel about I've that. I've seen that exactly. a couple. I've seen that in a couple of places. I think they got co-offensive coordinators too. By the way, that Ole Miss. I, yeah, I just don't know if that's something where people are doing it now. So this way, when someone leaves, it's not like as big of a deal. Probably, maybe. Um, but yeah, new coordinators. Um, I think some of these toss-up games can be tough. What I do like about teams, especially in the SEC, is like uh, when you have an identity. So they're an up-tempo team. They're an up, you know, a decent offense. Defense leaves something to be desired, even though yards per game they were 16th in the country last year. So all their Kiffin team, yeah, all their metrics were weird, but they didn't allow a ton of yards overall, which is probably the most important thing. So 10-3 last year. So again. You're projecting in some regression. I like that in the SEC, especially when you look at their schedule. I think there's a legit shot that they do start out, you know, seven and zero here. The question is, is where do you get the next two wins? Maybe it's six and zero. Maybe it's seven and zero. You still need another win or two. Plus three fifty to win ten games. By the way, yeah. So maybe that would be the bet. I don't know. Which but, they they won ten last year for the first time in uh, the history of the school. Yeah, I mean, they so. could. Yeah, so if you think they're going to win some of these games, like you said, LSU, A&M, Arkansas, if you think they're, they have a shot at winning those, I, I don't think that's a bad bet if you like the over, but I don't, I don't know if they really do. At LSU, I think it's their best chance, uh, to sneak a win or home against Auburn. Other than that, like Bama's definitely a loss. Mississippi State's definitely a loss. I think Texas at Texas A&M, I think that's going to be a loss. Even though Texas A&M might not be like world beaters, like people are hyping them up, I still think it's a tough place to play in October. Um, all right, all right. So, so Greg, what else do you like for unders here? <laughs> I got one left, John, and it's a doozy. I mean, I think everyone should be taking it just because I think it's one of the easiest bets on the board right now. It's the Vanderbilt under. Right. I mean, everyone mm. knows they everyone knows they stink under two and a half. I talked about it. Two and a half is so tough. <laughs> yeah. I talked about it. I really like. I don't really like taking these, but if you look at their schedule, legitimately find cannot it. find three wins. <laughs> um, you know they're catching fourteen or more points. In they could beat Hawaii. Yeah, they could beat Hawaii, but again, your first game of the season is at Hawaii when you're in Nashville. That's kind of tough. I mean. The second game versus Elon. They're going to win against Elon, but then again, maybe they stink and they might screw that up. But say they win both those games, you need to win one more game. Who are you winning Wake against? For- Wake. You could win against Wake Forest. They're three touchdown underdogs. They're not beating Wake Forest. <laughs> Dude, Vanderbilt Northern is Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois. Northern Illinois won the MAC last year. And they have to go to Northern Illinois. Yeah. What's that, Bam, what's that Bama spread? 46. That's a lot of... Don't, John, don't bet Vanderbilt. 
<laughs> but I'm gonna take Bama first half. But I'm gonna. Lose I was gonna by, say I'm, that's. I'm, a, I'm gonna lose wow. by a hook. I'm gonna lose by the hook in the that's first a, half. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> that's a classic twenty-four and a half point fee or our first half, and it's and gonna, it's gonna, gonna be, be twenty-four nothing. I, I was thinking twenty-one and a half, but twenty-four no. and a half is even better. 24 because even if you <laughs> kick that field goal like at the end they're going to be like on the 12 yard line you're going to be like throw it in the end zone throw it in the end zone they're going to kick a field goal going to half um, uh, but yeah I just don't see three wins on the schedule I think the only guaranteed, guaranteed only win is Elon other than that at Hawaii is a tough place to play um, I don't know if you guys have any other uh, over unders uh, I got we already said, we already talked about Arkansas. I got the Arkansas under. We don't need to go into that. Arkansas under seven plus 105 on Barstool. I think they overachieved last year. Um, I got two other ones. Auburn under six, kind of my, we talked about Georgia Tech earlier and how yep. lame duck coach feel the same way about Auburn. Lame duck coach. Everybody knows he's getting fired. The school tried to fire him last year. Yeah. So, I, I mean, unless they have some ridiculous uh, season that no one expects them to have, I think he could get fired during the season. Um, so they, they start off with Mercer and San Jose State. But then they got Penn State. Uh, they got Missouri. But then they got LSU at home, at Georgia, at Ole Miss, Arkansas at home, at Mississippi State, Texas A&M. And they got uh, Western Kentucky at home and then at Bama. I mean, it, they could finish below 500. So, yeah, I, I think that's a pretty, I was surprised it was plus money. I, I think that's a pretty easy under the lame duck coach angle. I love. Um, yeah, I, I just, Auburn is, man, talk about a program that's fallen off. Holy shit. Not many programs have fallen off more than Auburn recently. Uh, so I'm taking that under and yeah, a couple of those games real quick chip that you mentioned earlier yeah. about like Penn state, Alabama, I think you said Mississippi state, maybe Texas A&M. They played At all those Mississippi teams. State, yeah. They played all those teams last year, lost to all of them outright. Yeah, so. exactly. They um, lost. I mean, they just choked down the stretch. They lost like six in a row Yeah, down the stretch. I think last year they're so uninspiring. There's such a negative aura around that program right now. They, the an under bet is great for that program, I think. Um, and just one more under bet I have is Kentucky under seven and a half plus one Oh five on FanDuel. Um, I know I love Mark Stoops coming out and talking shit back at John Calipari. I thought that was great, <laughs> but I think again, they've kind of overachieved recently. Like they, I love that they won 10 games last year, but let's face it. Kentucky is actually a basketball school. Let's be real. <laughs> wow. It is a basketball school. And I also think that Will Levis is being wildly overrated. I think that he is not this crazy stud quarterback. I His numbers last year weren't super impressive. Um, 24 touchdowns, 13 picks, 2,800 yards. Um I don't know. Is he really going to like light the SEC on fire this year? Like he's being projected as a first round pick. Um, Miami of Ohio. Me and Greg were talking. I don't know if we were talking about this. Yes. Uh, on the air, we were talking about them to win the MAC. Yeah. Yeah, I like both. I like Miami Ohio to win the MAC. Yeah. 
17 and a half point spread that game is the first week, which is not a normal, uh, opener against a, a ranked team spread cupcake team, allegedly. I'm definitely going to bet Miami of Ohio spread in that opener and probably bet them some money line just in case they pull the upset. Uh, it's, you know, Kentucky plays two MAC teams in the non-conference and they play maybe the two, two of at least two of the top four MAC teams. They play Miami of Ohio and Northern Illinois. So, uh, uh, they, they may be both of them, but I think there's a possibility for an upset there. Those are two good teams. Um, uh, at Florida, obviously in week two is going to be a tough one going to Florida. Um, they're at Ole Miss. South Carolina at home is going to be tough. I think Mississippi State at home will be tough. They're at Tennessee. That's going to be tough. Uh, at Missouri, they'll win. Uh, Vanderbilt at home, they'll win. Uh, and then they got Georgia at home. I don't think they'll win that. And they got Louisville at home, which they'll win because they just own Louisville <laughs> recently. But I, there's a lot of coin, again, there's a lot of coin flip games there. I just, I think maybe they come back to earth a little bit this year. Uh, I, they also, they, four returning starters on offense too. They lost a lot. Mm, I think they'll regress a little bit. And I, I also, I, I'm high on Mark Stoops. I like Mark Stoops a lot. I think long term, the program is in good hands. I just think maybe they have a, have a little bit. This is the highest expectations have ever been at, with Kentucky football. So maybe they regress a little bit when the expectations are finally there. Yeah, I'm with you on some of it. I you know I didn't have really a good feel on this. Like to your point, they lose. Uh, was it Wendell Robinson to the NFL? Yeah, that was their leading receiver last mm-hmm. year. Even though the team is really a, a rushing team. They still utilized him a ton to the point he's a second round pick out of Kentucky. So Kentucky second football. in the second in the SEC in catches and second in receiving yards. He was really good for them. Yeah, and even still, they were only seventy second in the country in passing yards per game. So they definitely ran the ball. You know, seven uh, seventh in the country in yards per rush attempt last year, twentieth in rush rushing yards per game. So I like it. To your point about the under. When I was first looking at it, I was like, okay, I see three obvious losses at first with Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Georgia. So I was like, okay, you still need to make, you still need two losses. Florida could be tough. I don't know how I feel about Florida. So even that's four losses. You know, Mississippi State maybe is a loss. I guess it depends how you feel about Mississippi State. So I think it's going to be close. I definitely could see why you're leading under the other thing too for the under. Um, what was it? They uh, they were five and one in games decided by seven or fewer points last year. Like that yeah. just doesn't happen year over year. And I'm. I, do you remember? Did you uh, when you were looking stuff up? Do you remember their turnover differential? Wasn't it like something crazy? Wasn't it like they had a minus? I don't think so. This is turnovers last year. They were 94th in the country at only 1.7 per game. And then on defense, they were 112th at 0.9. So I don't think the turnovers were crazy. They only had 12 takeaways last season, which I think yes. is like really low. They, uh, they had a minus 11 turnover margin. Yeah. But they still went 10 and three. That's what, that's what I was thinking of. That okay. was very, very strange. I don't know. I, I, 
I think it's tough. a safe bet. I, I think they're due for a little bit of regression. All right, all right. Last thing on Kentucky, though, real quick. We talked about Miami of Ohio. A couple stats I got for you here, Chip. Kentucky, 8-2-1 and one against the spread in non-conference games. That's kind of not great. But what is great, Kentucky 10-0 and 0 in the last 10 games at home in non-conference games. So the Kentucky over 10-0. and 0. I, I like the over in the first week. I think Miami High was pretty good. Maybe they cover 21, maybe they don't, but I think they put up points. And people have been hammering Miami of Ohio since this break came out, though. All right, well, uh, now that we're talking a little game-to-game spreads, I think this is a good time to get into week zero. Okay. You guys know the SEC? Yeah, I think so. Any last uh, want to go through and just list off our uh, winners? I got Bama winning it. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to week zero. I don't think we should need to go over it again. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Florida. And honestly, because of Skip, Skip. Because of Chip. Sorry, Chip. Uh, (laughs) Think about Skip Skip Bayless. Yeah, yeah, in this case, you're my Skip Bayless here. (laughs) Because not only am I rooting for A&M to do well because of you, not only am I now Completely against Tennessee. I now have a vendetta against Tennessee. Oh my god! For no reason except you. Why do you have to? Why do you have to root against Tennessee of all teams? They already have enough. They already have enough bad stuff happen to them. But there's but there's nothing that's going to be more fun than watching Nebraska lose in Ireland to Northwestern as twelve and a half point favorites. Can you believe that? 12 and a half point Nebraska is 12 and a half point favorites on a neutral field. That's unreal for me. Northwestern must be so bad. They are. That they're unbearable to watch. They are. This, and <laughs> yes and yes. They must be. Because I'm the idiot here that's definitely taking them plus 12 and a half. Week O. And I'm putting it in a parlay. I'm putting it in a parlay, to be honest with you, with, with spreads that I don't understand. With Bama to win the national championship? No, what? <laughs> obviously, if I could add that, I would. That would be great. Uh, okay. I would add that to everybody. I would, I would literally add, if I could add <laughs> Alabama to every, <laughs> every single mm. parlay, I would. But actually, it's kind of relevant for the SEC episode where Vanderbilt is actually minus eight and a half at Hawaii. Minus eight and a half. So I'm going to take Vanderbilt because I don't understand that. I'm going to take Nevada, who I think is one of the worst teams in the league, also minus eight and a half. I think that's a special number for week zero here. And I'm going to throw Northwestern in there, plus 12 and a half. Three spreads I kind of don't get. Nebraska, Northwestern is the other way. I don't get why. Nebraska shouldn't be minus 12 and a half, even versus, I don't know, the Yankees. <laughs> They're playing football. So, I don't know. That's, that's my take on week zero. I'm hyped football's back, but I'm, t- I'm not crazy over these games. But beggars can't be choosers here. I'm probably going to take those three. They're spread out. One's at noon and one's at- the other two are at 10 p.m. So but I'm hyped for Saturday. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, I'm fading. Like? What do you I'm, like, Chip? I'm just I'm curious fading on this all, Ireland in game. In all three of those games, I'm fading. Perfect. This oh. is a perfect start. That's exactly what I want. <laughs> I couldn't have brought that up any better. Obviously, Let's I'm go. taking Nebraska. I got Nebraska minus 13 in the Ireland game. Ugh. 
Wait, uh, I have a question. Is how the, many is, times did you watch Northwestern last year, by the way? Did you watch them at all? Because I feel like people are zero. still... But you know who I did watch? Nebraska. And they're so bad. <laughs> that's that's okay. what this is based on. I'm telling okay. you. Okay, I'm, okay, okay. I'm being honest. I'm I feel honest like people you. betting <laughs> Northwestern are still uh, thinking that this is like your older brother's Northwestern team that like got a, a, a pesky win every once in a while. They're really, really bad. Yeah, and if you're operating under the assumption that North that Nebraska is, well, you should operate under the assumption that Northwestern is too, because they. I agree. Stink. I agree. Yeah. I'm not, listen, especially with college football, I'm an honest guy. I, I I'm not, you know, super deep into the rosters and the depth. You know, we read magazines and stuff. I'm not reading yeah. magazines for NFL. Right? I know the NFL. I yeah. watch. I know all the players. It's different here. I kind of. Sometimes I just fade teams, man. I just think 12 and a half is crazy. I'm, I'm curious where the public is here that you have it up 13 and move to 12 and a half. I assume the public would be with Nebraska. So I'm curious as to why that moved the other way. It kind of is giving me a little bit more confidence here. I saw it just move today, right? You know what's interesting, man? I, I really like the double result games. Northwestern first half to win and second half to win just because it's in Ireland. It's weird. It's plus 800. That's crazy. Like, I feel like I need to, like, just sprinkle on that, even though – just because it's weird shit. It's yeah, not, well, uh, Nebraska has a new offensive coordinator, new quarterback. They could start out slow. And they're in Ireland. Like, that's and they're the in Ireland. they're in. But Northwestern's in Ireland, too. It's a weird game. It's a weird game for both teams. Under 15 and a half? The under is – I like the under. If I, I were like, betting it. I don't know what the bets are on the under, but I feel like it's going to be – I mean, the pot, the – the under always has to be the popular bet in the Northwestern. Yeah, it's 70, 79% of the bets, yeah. 73% of the money is on the under. Yeah. 15 and a half what about, hasn't what moved. About on the, what about on the spread? Uh, Nebraska, 44% of the bets, 73% of the money. So money's coming in on Nebraska. It's only moved a point. If it's moved a little, if it starts moving a little bit more, it might be worth noting a little reverse line movement on that. Nothing but, was announced, though. Like, no injuries were announced for Nebraska. I know that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what else do you like here, Chip? Do you, do you, 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 you against Nevada? Even though uh, you yeah. told me. I'm more for New Mexico State. Like, Nevada. New Mexico State? I didn't say that. Okay. I said last year they were one of the worst programs in the country. But they hired. They hired Jerry Kill. They hired Jerry Kill. Uh, who used to coach Minnesota, who I really like. I think is one of the most underrated coaches in the country. And he really reloaded through the transfer portal. Got a lot of good players. Got uh, this the quarterback who I think they're probably going to start. They may start two quarterbacks, but the one quarterback won like the, the JUCO uh, national championship last year uh, in New Mexico. So I'm interested to see him play. Yeah, I, I think it'll be fun. I think they'll be pretty interesting to watch, actually. And uh, I've been tweeting about them a lot, actually. Been retweeting their stuff, the New Mexico State team. I may actually write... I'm going to try and get out some content about them, New Mexico State, because I'm going to be following them. Um, I really liked... I'm really high on Jerry Kill. I'm high on him as a coach, too. I think. I just think he's very... He has a reputation as a a program builder, just like a, a fix it guy. And that's why they have him in there. Cause the program's been really bad for pretty much in its entirety. Yeah. But he turned around like Northern Illinois. He turned around Minnesota. He turned around. Uh, there was, a, I forget the 
it might have been Southern Illinois, actually. There was Division II teams that he did the same thing. This and, is going to be such a fun year. You're so optimistic about uh, the weirdest teams. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to get smacked against Nevada, who I think are the worst teams. I New, Mexico State, guy, New Mexico State opened up as a 13-point dog. It's down to nine. Yeah, I see an 8.5. 87% of the money, though. That's yeah. the reason why it's moving. And that's it's because of Jerry Kill. I think a lot of that is. And also, the game is the game is on ESPN, too. Yeah, it's like the first time New Mexico State's been on ESPN, one of the ESPN networks, since 2018. So there's hype because of the hire. Yeah, because he's a very well-respected guy. And I think they... Uh, I, I also took New Mexico State's over, too. I think it was, I forget, two and a half or three or whatever it was. I'm just I'm gonna follow them all year long, so I wanted to take their over. Um, yeah, I, I'm very high on them, obviously, and I also I took Hawaii plus eight and a half. Again, I love. Uh, it's more fading, Vandy. Like no, but that line is so crazy, dude. I think Ohio, I is it eight and a half for Vandy is insane. They're two and a half wins this year, right? That's their I know. Their- logic says to pick <laughs> eight and a half. Lo- logic says to pick against Hawaii because they have 28% of their returning production coming back. They're tied. Dude, this makes me want to bang the over so bad for Vanderbilt. If Hawaii's a win and Elon's a win, then we're literally talking about they have to win one game for the rest I, of the year. I'm going to add, I'm going to add the over probably in the Vanderbilt Hawaii game. Great. You're telling me Hawaii is going to be a tough game, bro. I think Hawaii is going to be a tough game. I don't think you just travel, get up and travel Hawaii. Hawaii is not good, but neither is Vanderbilt. Yeah, that's the thing that makes it weird. Vanderbilt stinks too. Yeah. But by the way, Hawaii and uh, is tied with Nevada for least returning production in the country. 130, 131st, 28%. That absolutely can't stand. That's why I'm taking them by saying that because it makes no sense. Why don't you, why don't you, why can't you stand Nevada when you got against them? I just think they're going to be so bad this year. I was looking at their, uh, their schedule. By the way, you know, who's ninth in the nation with 80% of their production returning? Syracuse, the Syracuse orange. Oh, wow. I can't wait to laugh at your face. John, there are two wins last year, by the way, Vanderbilt, there are two wins. Was at Colorado State. They won by three, and they won at home against Connecticut. UConn football. I'm talking about <laughs> by two. That's tough. Hawaii has a lot of new people coming in. I think they have a new coach. Yeah, the guy who used to play quarterback for him. Timmy yeah, Chang. yep. So I think they're building something. I don't think they're going to be good this year. Don't get me wrong. Don't tell me you're going to bet on a first year head coach. At his first game. No, I'm not betting this game. Oh, okay. I, was, okay. I was at first. I found three other games that I liked more. I was at first going to bet Hawaii. Um, but now I ended up staying away. But I think... So what do you like I, here? I think by late in the night, there might be a chance I'm feeling frisky and I just bet Hawaii money line though, plus 300. Yeah. Um, we'll see about that, though. Right, what so about what's, that? What's your afternoon? Yeah. yeah. What do I like in this uh, week zero? We're going to close us off here. Week zero, baby. Officially done with our college preview. Close us out here with the week O picks, baby. I'm trying to get it uh, in order for you. But the first game I absolutely love is UConn versus Utah State. Week zero, <laughs> give me that big old spread, 26 and a half. 
I love it. A four o'clock game on a Saturday in August. Ew, UConn has to travel to Utah State across country in a program that's the worst in the whole entire nation. No, thank you. I love Utah State. Four touchdowns, five touchdowns, could be six touchdowns. I thought you were taking UConn for a second. I'm like, no. Okay, I'm taking Utah State too. Yeah. Absolutely love Utah State. They won their, uh, was it Mountain West last year? They're looking pretty strong again this year. I got a couple uh, facts about there. Um, last year, they were 13 and three against the spread. Last five years, I'm sorry, 13 and three against the spread as a favorite of 10 or more points. So they're good when they're, when they're a big time favorite. Um, I think their coach has been there two or three years. So that's most of that stat, I think, is under his tenure at Utah State. Like I said, they're coming off a big time uh, season last season. I think they have a chance to maybe do it again this year, but definitely going to do it against UConn week one. I think that's a great bet. My second bet's going to be, and I don't know if you guys have a read on this one, is a Florida Atlantic Charlotte. Uh, Florida Atlantic, 8-0 the under last two years is a favorite of seven points or less. I believe right now Florida Atlantic is a favorite of seven points or less against Charlotte. It's seven right now. Um, or seven and a half in some books, depending on where it is. So I think I like the, I like the under in this one. The reason why I like the under in this one too as well is like 75% of the money is on the over. So I like going against the public on especially right out the gate to start. So under 60 and a half I like is the under uh, for this game. And that's, what is it? A seven o'clock game. So Utah State's a four o'clock game for Atlantic Charlotte, which I would never watch, but it's week zero. So I'm down for it. (laughs) It's Saturday at seven o'clock. And then to end the night, I absolutely love UTEP against North Texas. A little battle of the terrible Texas colleges going mm-hmm. down week zero, nine o'clock uh, for that game. So you got something in most of the time slots. And oh, let me see if I had it here. I think it was Florida, uh, North Texas was phenomenal at running the ball last year. And then UTEP is another one of those programs I think that's been historically bad and they were a much better than expected last year. Pretty good run defense. They're returning a lot of people. So UTEP's home. I think the run defense maybe beats the run offense of North Texas week one. And then also, I like the little fact here. Oh, two things. There's reverse line movement on the game. So the game opened at UTEP plus two. Now I think it's UTEP minus a half a point on uh, FanDuel, even though they're only getting 30% of the money. So you would expect with North Texas getting 70% of the money, the line's moving in their favor, but it's not. It's moving against them, right? I'm pretty sure that's how it's working. Mm-hmm. And then also uh, UTEP, um, or North Texas, I'm sorry, is 2-8 and eight against the spread as an underdog of seven points or more, seven points or less. So now they're plus a half or plus one probably by kickoff. 2-8 and eight against the spread last uh, three years as an underdog of seven or less points. So... I like UTEP to kind of end the night. Like I said, if I'm doing well and I'm winning, might throw Florida money or a Hawaii money line in there. But Yuck. for now, I'm staying away just Yuck. because I like these games a little bit more. All right. Any last words, Chip? Uh, so no one has anything on Wyoming or Illinois? Wyoming, Illinois? I can only that's, take so much pain. Kind of like my, Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. That's my uh, 
you had your under, Greg. That's my under, Wyoming, Illinois. I think that's going to be a goddamn yeah. snooze fest. And uh, under 44, it opened at, I think, 47 or 46 and a half or something. And yep. I saw Illinois announce today Tommy DeVito is going to be their starting quarterback. He used to play at Syracuse. And I, to me, that just says, man, their quarterback stinks. They're just going to run the ball a ton. And uh, I think it's going to be a snooze of a game. And I, I like uh, your pick with Utah State over UConn. And it's, yeah, I, I also, I like the under uh, with uh, Wyoming and Illinois. But yeah, the the Northwestern Nebraska, when the Northwestern Nebraska game is a marquee game. You know, it's a, a pretty Slowly. rough day for games, but <laughs> yeah, I, I like, uh, that's my last one. My Wyoming, Illinois under, and it's 44. I'm looking at right now. Uh, John, last thing too, if you parlay my picks, uh, I think it's plus five eighty right now on FanDuel. So again, Utah state minus 26 and a half Florida Atlantic under 16 and a half UTEP minus a half a point. Last fact I'll leave you with John is I was all over Northwestern against Nebraska, but I ended up staying away because of the stat I have here. Nebraska 5-0 and against the spread last five games. They traveled more than 1,000 miles. They're traveling like <laughs> 5,000 miles for this game. So I don't know what their ATS is going to be abroad, but when they have to travel, they're good. So I'm a little nervous about that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ooh, what a college preview. NCAA Football college preview is officially over. Week zero bets, small slate in the books for us. Check us out on Twitter, Winning P Weekly. We'll tweet them out. Follow us on our YouTube on Knicks, Jets, ETC, period. Like and subscribe to the channel. We'll have the Jets, we'll have the Knicks, and we'll have us out there at Winning Picks Weekly. Otherwise, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Any, any last words, guys? No, uh, NFL divisions and conferences next. And then we're starting off with oh, uh, expertise. weekly picks. Your guys' expertise. I'm, I'm learning. Your guys' expertise. Oh, yeah. let's go. Uh, we'll, get you. Uh, we'll get you there. Don't worry. Yeah. Texas is back, by the way. Those are my last words. Texas is okay. back. I was going to say football's back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll let you have that one. All right, guys. See you next week.